The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Jesus enjoined them, Watch out, guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They concluded among themselves that it was because they had no bread. When he became aware of this, he said to them, Why do you conclude that it is because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many wicker baskets full of fragments you picked up? They answered him, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many full baskets of fragments did you pick up? They answered him, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, it's, it's hard to read the passage and, and say, uh, you know, okay, Jesus, really, really tacking along with you there, right? Because it's, I mean, it's 2,000 years on. He asks the question, do you still not understand? And we're probably in a position where we say, well, we don't understand that either. You know, we've had, we've had a good bit longer to be thinking about it, and, and we don't understand it either. Um, but there is, there's, there's a lot to, um, to get into with the passage. Uh, you know, we have in the middle of it this eyes and not seeing, ears and not hearing, um, this uh, the quote from the prophet Jeremiah. And uh, Jeremiah, the people of Israel in, in, in Jeremiah's day were, uh, say, at least the accusation that's that's uh, that's um, that's thrown in their direction by the prophet uh, sent by God is that they're only concerned with their own things, right? Their own their own activities, their own um, their own comforts and the like, and they're not concerned about say the the um, rampant injustice or the injustices that are being perpetrated uh, in in their day, in their midst, and certainly um, you know in and around. The, the nations, right, in and around the other. So they're only concerned about themselves, their own, their own gr- growth in, in wealth and um, uh, pleasure, comforts, whatever it may be. Uh, they're, they're only concerned for their own agenda. And, uh, and here Jesus is saying with the leaven of the Pharisees, the leaven of Herod, he's not talking about bread here. He's talking about people who are committed to some agenda other than the one that he himself is, is pursuing or bringing to life. And he uses that image of, of leaven in other places in the scripture. And it makes you, it makes you start to think, yeah, okay, what is it that's so special about this particular image? And of course, the, le- the leaven itself is not the totality of the batch, right? Jesus talks about, say, the kingdom of God being like leaven that raises the entire batch. Yeah, but the, the leaven is not the entire batch, right? The leaven is, is what gives it, um, gives it life, raises it, right? A good, a good kind of resurrection uh, image there. Uh, but the, uh, the idea is that, you know, it doesn't, it, we don't necessarily have to care so much about, you know, whether or not everybody around us is acting as leaven. When we understand the power of the leaven, the power of say, the, the minority in that sense, then we're just glad to count ourselves as members of the creative minority, giving, giving life uh, and, and the like, uh, raising up the entire batch. I mean, that, that's the task for us. Here, Jesus is saying that the, you, you always have this kind of um, creative minority 
the question is, you know, to whose agenda are they attached? And then, you know, what agenda are they, uh, are they advancing? Uh, so, you know, we don't want to be turned to the agenda of the Pharisees. We looked at that a little bit yesterday, to the agenda of, the, of Herod. We don't, we don't want to be turned to the agenda of, of our world. We want to stay um, totally, uh, totally committed to the Jesus agenda, right? And I think that we see some of that again. It's a great letter, the letter of St. James. We see, we see that again there, uh, where he's giving us good instruction uh, in, in the way that we are to remain committed to the Jesus agenda in the midst of the world. Okay, so first gives us a sense, again, he's temptation, right? Blessed is he who perseveres in temptation. Okay, for, for when he has been proven, he will receive the crown of life that he promised to those who love him. Okay, so, yeah, we are going to persevere in the Jesus agenda, and by persevering in the midst of opposition and, and conflict and the rest, especially where there's, say, the clash or the conflict of agendas, when we choose the Jesus agenda, when another agenda is there for the taking, and perhaps we would prefer it because it's, it's a bit easier, it comes with greater pleasures or comforts, when we, when we push out in that way, we receive the crown of life. When we, when we remain in the creative minority of, of the Jesus people, then we, uh, we will receive the crown of life. Right? He wants us to know, um, you know we are not, in fact, tempted by God. Right? We, might, we live at the, at the intersection of tectonic plates in the sense of, you know, we, we have the, the kingdom of God that is being brought to bear in the world, and we have the, the kingdoms of the world kind of rumbling on under their own steam. We're going to find ourselves in, in clashes. We're going to find ourselves in places where we need, we need to make decisions, real decisions, uh, for the kingdom of God. And it's in those places that we're going to find you know, a good part of, say, the, what we'd otherwise call temptation. And the temptation to go that way, the way of the world, instead of going the way of of Christ Jesus, right? And he says, and this, is, and this is the sense of leaven, right? Rather, each person is tempted when lured and enticed by his desire. Yeah, so, the, so then we're, now we're, in, now we're in, the, in the realm of the unseen, right? We're in the, we're in the realm of the very depths of, of the human person. You want to talk about leaven. You want to talk about small things that make a world of difference. We're talking here about desire, yeah? Each person is tempted when lured and enticed by his desire. Then desire conceives and brings forth sin, right? Sin is the action of, um, of, a, of, a, of our, it's, it's our being animated by some power other than the life of heaven and acting in that way, right? This, this is what sin is. Sin is when our motivation is not God and his purposes. It's some other power and we are bringing forth bodily acts in, say, ven- well, say veneration, or it really, it's, these are all act. Sin is always an act of idolatry, right? We're, we are then committing ourselves to, to some other God. We have, but we're committed uh, to, the, to the true and living God, right? So here it says, when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is right out of St. Paul's playbook as well. But we are, we are geared uh, and, and we are, say, redeemed by Christ Jesus, but we're geared as, as human beings to live on, say, the powers, to live on the power of heaven, to be motivated by God and, and his life, to, to not, say, bring forth sin, but to bring forth the works of God 
and, and to, to show forth his power in the world. Yeah, this is the freedom for which we've been, uh, we've been saved to live in the truth and to bring forth the works of God. This is all the power of the Spirit at work in us and working through us. This is what it means to be a, a people of leaven. Yeah, is we, we don't have to even worry so much about what the different agendas of the world are. We have, we have God's own life of love being breathed into us and working, and working through us. That, that makes us a people of leaven. So it's ours then simply to trust and follow Jesus in all things. Then we're going to see the raising effects of, of the leaven in the world. But it, but it all comes back to our being committed to Jesus and our giving ourselves totally in God's cause, in the cause of love, again, having his love at work in us and working through us, that really is going to make a world of difference, which I say we believe by faith, right? In the sense that we, we're going to commit ourselves to, to God in his way, regardless of, of what we're seeing around us. Yeah, and it's his then, because it's his story, it's his to piece all that together to uh, to bring it to full flourishing, um, to give it life in us and, and through us, uh, that, that we'll see the, um, the restoration of, of his world as he catches us up in that great renewal project.